Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. NFL Lunch. Here on this featured artist Friday, it is a three-dog night. Before we get to the Ravens, John Harbaugh start projecting this 53-man roster. The Steelers-Atlanta game is being replayed on the NFL Network. And, you know, I was catching some of it last night as the Orioles were in rain delay against uh, Toronto. Kenny Pickett looked good. Najee Harris was wrong. We'll do our predictions, I think, what, two weeks? Less than two weeks. We'll do them, what, the seventh? First day when uh, Kansas City plays Detroit? Yeah, after all the cutdowns. I won't be here that week, but you guys can do whatever you, you want. Where you to be? Going on a golf trip. We can talk about that later, but... I'm what? off that week. Yeah. Ah, well, you're still going to have to do your predictions. Yeah, I'll give them to you. How can you be off week of football? For the season, too. Right. Not just for that weekend's game. Talking about for the season. Everyone loves to criticize time off here. Yeah. That's a Especially theme yours. I'm picking up on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you take a lot of time off there, Norm. How dare you. But More anyway, than anyone. I, if I'm picking today and I'm not, I'm picking Cleveland to finish last. And I'm not just saying because I just watched the Steelers play, but I've always been kind of don't sleep on them. But we'll get into that in due time. But John Harbaugh met with the media yesterday. We heard from Jadavian Clowney loving John Harbaugh. Well, is the feeling mutual? I would say yes to all those. I mean, oh, it was okay. really it was a really easy conversation when we first met. I mean, I, I felt we kind of, you know, we may have shaken hands after games and when he was getting drafted maybe, but I doubt it because we weren't drafted nearly high enough probably to even talk to him. It was number one overall. Yeah, yeah. so if you're number one overall, you're only talking about three people. Yeah. But I guess he's responding to the clown. He loves you, and I guess the, the, the mutual respect that they have for uh, one another. Yeah, I wish somebody would ask your question that you asked me. You know, what was it? What was your first, you know, answer, yeah. you know, talk about? Yeah, when, rumors were you quit on the team. Right. Where's that coming from? And he'd be, oh, you know, or how much influence that Anthony Weaver have in the decision for you to bring him in because you knew him. Now, John Harbaugh, we talked about Clowney, talked about a job Owen way and getting to know those guys. Here's Harbs talking about the possibility of all three of those dudes playing together. 100%. I think they'll, Ryan, I think that's what they'll be. I think they all bring, you know, they play the same positions, but they all do it slightly different way, but they're all explosive in the same kind of way. And uh, I, I really just, I'm excited to see those guys working together, you know, and I'll put put the rest of the group in there too but you know those three guys are the obvious guys right now uh, and they're going to be out there rolling I can't wait to see them work yeah I think I, I if they if when all three are out there Bob Owe will be the inside guy he'll be the one over the guards he'll be the that'll be his spot and because I that's I saw him do it a couple times you know like I, I think I said the other day when I was out there and watched the one-on-ones and he was going against Salah and he tried to like bull rush him and you know he got thrown right to the ground but then when he used his athleticism and 
you know, ability to get around him, then it's a mismatch because no guard athletically can keep up with what Owe is athletically in the inside. You know, so that's a huge advantage, huge advantage there. Has he been, I don't want to say the most impressive of the past rushers during training camp, but are you feeling better about Owe today on August the 25th than you were on July 25th? His ability to make an impact on game. Yes. Yeah, he's he's looked much better, you know, and he's got some sp- – he doesn't look like he's so mechanical now. You know, we're just like, duh, 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 grab. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, I mean, he's making – he's working on some moves and, you know, working spin moves and doing those things. Whereas, like, at the beginning, Bob, when we started training camp, Jabba was like, holy cow. You know, and always was like, man. You know, and then they've kind of – switched roles right now and I'm hoping a jabo you know I, I've seen his last couple rushes have been good so if he I I, I hope he gets because Bob like when he's in the game and like on Saturday if he's in the game I only watch him that's I I just you know and then because I know I'll just go back and I'll watch the game later on but I'm only watching when a jabo's in I'm only watching a jabo and you know that's why you know, I've been somewhat disappointed, but I have hope because he had two good rushes at the end. Yeah, and Monday's game, and I'm not an authority on this sort of thing like Rex Ryan or Buddy Ryan defensively. Monday against Washington, I didn't even notice he was on the field. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you know, I mean, in that game, a lot like Oway was last year in the regular know, season. Just run right into guys. I'm like, what the hell? You know. Why are you being a magnet? But then he had two rushes where he had a nice bull rush. Then he had a nice spin move. So uh, then it was like, okay, I, I see, I see a glimmer, you know. And then Monday, uh, Tuesday, or Wednesday when I was at practice and they were doing one on ones from the left side, he had a nice spin move. Now John Harbaugh, it's the final preseason game. Trying to start a new streak, I guess. Are the Ravens? How much stock do you put into this final preseason game, John? It's a great question. I think it just kind of depends on the situation. It kind of goes both ways sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't mean a lot because you pretty much know where you're at. Other times there's, you know, it it could put somebody over the top. You know, I don't think it's going to really ever hurt anybody. Anybody that's put themselves in position to make the team now, I don't see anything that they did in the game would would jeopardize them at all. Uh, But I think it could take somebody, you know, to the next level possibly if you see something you've been looking for. Maybe like a Bob-like a uh, Caillou Kelly, you know, you see something that you've been like coverage stuff. You know, we saw that him make a nice tackle, you know, down on the end zone. But coverage has been, you know, like his struggle. Um, otherwise, Bob, I mean, going into the last preseason game all the time, it's just like hopefully nobody gets hurt. And more so the reason being is the guys that are playing don't get hurt because you know, then you got to do an injury settlement with them, and it ends up costing you more. You know, because when you do an injury settlement right now, Bob, like if he's missing, you know, an injury settlement, like say a guy um, pulls a hammy or something, you know, in the first week. Injury settlement, you're getting training camp pay, which is not the same as, you know, regular season pay. So, and that, you know, cap-wise, it all counts. So if let's say let's say a guy you're cutting tomorrow night gets a, an injury and he's going to be out six weeks and it's two doctors you know like your doctor 
and their doctor, you know, they come up with, you know, the number and let's say six weeks. All right. Then all of a sudden you're, he's getting four weeks of regular season pay, which is a lot more. So that's why you don't want to get guys hurt in this game. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Out of Paul Lunch here on The Fan. John Harbaugh was asked yesterday, and we've talked about it today, talked about it a little bit yesterday as well. Jalen Armour Davis, Millette, Rocky Sin, et cetera, et cetera. Do they need this game action, given the fact that a lot of them have missed time in training camp? We have made some decisions. Some of it will come down to, to medical. You know, we want to make sure they're, they're really healthy enough to go. And other thing is, like, you want to have enough guys because, you know, the guys that – our playing can be overburdened and pressed into too many plays, and that's something we've got to weigh out. Yeah, I mean, Bob, when you look at the DB roster, I mean, Armour Davis, he needs to play, you know. And if he were to get hurt again, then he's going to go on some kind of injury list. Hamilton won't play. Caillou Kelly's got to play. Tay Hayes is playing. Brandon Stevens, I'm guessing he's playing. Williams not playing. Rocky Sin. Maybe they don't play him. Maybe, like uh, who Jonas said, maybe they've seen enough of him. Kevin Seymour plays. Geno Stone plays. Darby plays. Um, Adarius Washington plays. Jeremy Lucen, number 31, he plays. Um, Arthur Millette, he plays. Corey Mayfield Jr. plays. Worley plays. Humphrey Dudden and uh, Carson Houston play. So, I mean, I, I, I can see them all playing. I mean, I don't... I just don't know, because I got 11 DBs making the team. And, I mean, some, you, you've only seen them for a couple days. Sure. That's that's the issue, you know. And I guess Darby, because of what he's getting paid, maybe he's already on the team. That kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. Do we speculate, you know, injury aside, and knock on wood, nothing bad happens tomorrow, but against Houston, that Rocky Sin, Darby Stevens are starting, or is that too ambitious to look that far ahead right now? Because mm. Darius Washington's done well, smallish in size. Seymour's done well. Seymour, no doubt. You know, and I think if Armour Davis can have a big game, you know, and play a lot of plays and be healthy and make plays and show, because I don't know that they've ever seen, Bob, I don't know they've ever seen him make a tackle since Alabama. Armour Davis? Yeah. Well, he played play. four games last year in the regular season. Toward, yeah, towards the end, I guess. Yeah. Well, he played early, and then his season got shut. And only, hey, I think he had like four tackles last year. Yeah, I, I still I just got to see him if he can stay healthy. Because if he gets hurt in this game, Bob, I, I don't I don't know that I can keep him. <sighs> yeah, then it's it, – this is – it's not an unfortunate situation. It's kind of a – Sucky. One. This is just the way it is with yeah. this guy. Yeah. But if if all things go right, Bob, I could see Rocky Sin and Darby being the starters probably against Houston. And we'll talk to Aaron Wilson here at the bottom of the hour and find out exactly what they're bringing to the table in regards to their offense. Yeah, let's see. Armor Davis played September 11th, 18th, 25th, then missed time. And then played against the Saints on the 7th of November. And that was all she wrote. Bombadita, Bombadita. Yeah, and he missed all the preseason. Yeah. I still go back to <laughs> rookie minicamp first day. I was like, all right. Well, then I look around. 
Where's Armour Davis? He's hurt. Jesus. It, aside from left guard, if that's even a competition I don't anymore, think anymore. Where's where's our battles here heading into tomorrow night's game? I don't just guys don't trying to prove any. they're healthy and yeah. so the rock they have an idea of what the fifty three is gonna look no like. No doubt. They'll yeah, have their procedural won't. stuff that they're gonna have to do. Well they uh, yeah. Bob, all you had to do basically is, you know, kind of watch practice, you know, the last couple days because they're playing, you know, they're getting ready for Houston. So they're playing the guys, you know, like when the third teamers come out there, yep, he's going, he's going, he's going. You know, you, you kind of have a feel. It's 5-7 the fan. When we come back, American League East report. Look back at yesterday's action in the division. Updated look at the standings. And we'll preview the Orioles and the Rockies. Game one of three coming up tonight at 7.05. Baltimore baseball tonight brought to you at by Salvo Auto Parts. We're live from Pickles. Tim Barbalace and Ryan Ripken. They got you rolling starting at 6. Inside access, by the way. They're down there by the uh, crush bus starting at 2 o'clock. Aaron Wilson will be joining us. He covers the Texans. He'll talk about their team, their chances in the AFC South. They have a rookie quarterback. They had two of the best picks in the draft at the top. Are they going to be impact guys at some point? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This season. Yankees, Boston, Toronto. The Rays. A closer look at the AL East. AL East. Vinny in Haiti. Goes and stops in a long drive. Deep to right center. Jumps low and hit it out. A two-run shot. And the Rays here in the bottom of the eighth. Break the tie. Dwayne Stats, Bally Sports. Been hear a lot from him here in 2023. Yesterday, as you heard, Josh Lowe, two-run homer, breaks the 3-3 tie. And for the second straight day, the Rays come from behind, stun the Rockies. Colorado was up 3-2 late yesterday. It was Brandon Lau the day before, Josh Lowe yesterday. So Tampa sweeps the Colorado Ball Club. We'll get to them. Coming up here in a couple of minutes. So Tampa Bay breathing down Baltimore's next. Washington 
up in the Bronx, beat the Yankees 6-5. Alex Call, two-run homer, followed by C.J. Abrams as the Nats take two out of three from the Yankees who got the long ball. Judge went deep, Stanton went deep. Unfortunately, they couldn't stop Washington from doing some damage. So uh, the Yankees, they did break their nine-game losing streak a couple of days ago. Maybe another losing streak starts tonight. Boston just lambasted Houston 17-1. Verdugo and Abreu both hit homers and both had four ribbies in the win for Boston. Got on Houston early and often. Didn't know what did they say? Uh, didn't take the foot off the neck. Was there a uh, positional player pitching at the end? <laughs> I'm not sure. Because <laughs> that thing was puffy pants oh, early. Oh, boy. I mean, when we were doing BBT, I think it was like 13 to 1, or before we even started. So Boston wins that one out in Texas tonight in the AL East. It is New York at Tampa Bay, 640. So as much as we hate the Yankees, if you're a true blue Baltimorean, you want Garrett Cole to pitch his ass off tonight against Eflin because you want the Yankees to do some damage here down at the drop and do the Orioles a solid. That's coming up 640, as we said. Cleveland is at Toronto, taking on the Blue Jays, who just dropped two out of three to the Orioles. That's 707 north of the border. The Dodgers are at Fenway Park, taking on the Red Sox. That one is 710. Colorado's here at 705. It is Cole Irvin, 1-3 with a 466 for the year. 29-year-old left-hander, but in the month of August, 0-64 ERA, 163 batting average against Kyle Freeland. Eh, I guess he's a soft toss and lefty. 5-13 with a 502 working for the Rockies. 30-year-old left-hander. Orioles 79 and 48 on the year. 31 games, everybody, over 500. 38 and 24 Camden Yards, two games up in the East, plus 85. Run differential, 7 and 3, last 10. Winners of two in a row. Brandon Hyde is the skipper there for the Rockies, 48 and 79. 20 and 46 on the road. They're last in the NL West. 30 and a half games out. Run differential minus 180. They're three and seven in their last 10 games. They've lost four straight, but Black is the manager there. Orioles two up on the Rays in the East. Toronto's nine and a half back, 70 and 48. Boston 11 and a half back, 60 and 68. Yankees 18 games. Behind the Orioles, they're 61 and 66. Twins are six up on the Guardians in the Central. Texas, a game up on both Seattle and on Houston. The Rangers lost seven in a row. Yeah. Little bump in the road. Big time. Lost Evaldi. I mean, DeGrom's out. I mean, they've had some injury issues there, have the Rangers, and, you know, other guys have been banged up, Simeon, Seager. So uh, Bruce Bochy's, uh, you know, a Hall of Fame manager himself, but trying to stem the tide there for sure. National League, Braves 13.5 up on Philly. Milwaukee's three games up on the Cubs, four up on the Reds. Dodgers 12 games up on the Diamondbacks out west. If the playoffs started today, which they don't, of course, Tampa, Seattle, Houston are your American League wildcard teams. Toronto's a game and a half back. Boston's three and a half back. Yankees, Angels, forget about them. They're done. They're 10, 10 and a half, et cetera, et cetera. National League, Phillies, Cubs, and Diamondbacks would be your National League wildcard. Giants and Reds are both a half game out. Marlins are two games back of that last wildcard. Padres are still kind of sort of sniffing at six, but nah. 
they could never really generate any sort of a. They can't get a. They can't win like they got to win like a eight out of ten or yeah, something. They, and they can't they do it. Haven't been able to put that together all year long. So that's your standings update, everybody. Major League Baseball heading into this busy. MLB weekend. When we come back, going to shift gears back to football. Aaron Wilson's going to be joining us. KPRC2 in Houston. Talk about the Texans. They had the second and third pick in the draft. How's that working out for them so far and their chances of beating the Ravens on September the 10th or what? We'll talk to Aaron about that. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. Inside access takes over at two, live from Pickles. And at six o'clock, it's BBT brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, Tim Barbalace, Ryan Ripken, getting you ready for the Orioles and Rock. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, hey, 105.7 The Fan. Throw this featured artist Friday. It's Three Dog Night, chosen by you, the people. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato. Ravens open their season September 10th against the Houston Texans. Here to preview that ball club for a little bit. From KPRC to out there in Houston, Texans, long time, Houston, Texas, long time friend, used to cover the Ravens, as you're all well aware of. Let's bring back Aaron Wilson. Aaron, what's going on, bud? Hey, what's going on? I'm just waiting on Texas coach D'Amico Reyes. We're going to have a little chat with him whenever he picks across the street from the practice field, and we're just sitting here waiting. So, uh, yeah, it might have to go at some point, but uh, we're still waiting on Coach Ryan. Well, that sounds oh, great. Wait, no, 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 he's walking in. I got to run. I'm sorry. All right. There we go. It's great to talk to you, Aaron yeah, Wilson. Yeah, it was nice to talk to Aaron. It's Aaron Wilson, everybody. Duty hey, Nol- calls. Yeah, Nolan, that was a great get right there. Yeah, good interview, Nolan. Good all job. Right, yep. No, you can blame it all on me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, we will. <laughs> <laughs> now, we always do. Anything else? Full disclosure. I mean, I've known Aaron for over 20 years. Going back to when he was at Carroll County Times, when he was just a young cub reporter covering the National Football League, but that is not the first time that has happened. Oh, really? Where he's kind of Ian Rappaportage you in the middle of an interview. <laughs> it, it was a late change. When we talked this morning, he said it wasn't a concrete, so I said we'll stay in touch throughout the day. Okay. And we were texting the past 15 minutes or so, and we thought we might be able to fit it in, but walked in right as we started. I'm guessing D'Amico was on time. He was supposed to be there probably at 1230, and he was there at 1230. Well, it was supposed to be later. They moved it up. Oh. Or, so he was going to be good for one thirty here. And apparently oh, well. Not. Yeah. Right. Improvise and adapt and overcome, as we've talked about throughout the course of the day. But Houston coming in, D'Amico Ryans, he's the new head coach. He's got the lineage going back to Niners. San Francisco. And they've been one and done a couple of years, had coaches there with uh, Cully and then Lovey Smith. And now they finally, we think, have stabilized with D'Amico Ryans. But they had, if you look at their draft, I mean, they had the second and third pick overall, and they got C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State, and the Will Anderson, some would have said that he might have been the best all-around player in the draft at 
points and times out of Alabama, number three. Bob, I, I would say, because what they did, I don't know that it's real smart for where you're at, you know, in your rebuild. You know, re, And what I'm saying is, sounds like <clears throat> the owner wanted them to take the quarterback. Stroud. Stroud. Well, I think they wanted Bryce Young, but he wasn't going to be there. And I don't know if they were in love with Stroud. I think... I think uh, they wanted they wanted the pass rusher. I think I think that's who you know the coaches. I think they wanted the pass rusher, and then so what they did, you know, because what they ended up doing, Bob, was you know they got they got they took the quarterback, and then they came because they had two ones. Then they came from like twelve or whatever back to three trade with Arizona to get the pass rusher. All right, so they're not expected to be good this year. So what if they're what if they're picking Bob like three or four? They got the number one pick, or they don't have a one next year. They don't have a one. You know, in your rebuild, they gave up their one, you know, for they they wanted the the two. I mean, they had two and three. They ended up with picks two and three, and they don't have a one for next year. So um we'll see, you know, if it works out. Yeah, all in. And they also, I mean, they got uh juice scrugs. Going to be their starting center, maybe, out of Penn State. Uh, they got the kid Tua Tua from Alabama. I guess we're familiar with him because you've seen Alabama on national TV a bazillion times, but he was a fifth-round pick. So they've got some quality and quantity. Like the Ravens have, what, five draft picks or whatever it was, six picks this year? I mean, Houston had the, a nice little uh, haul, but as you said, sacrificing for the future to yeah. go heavy this year. Yeah, and, and that's... That's kind of gutsy to do that. You know, and you know what's going to be interesting, Bob? Because, I mean, like, Michi's kind of an unknown, you know, because he missed all of last year. Right, with the And cancer. he was a good player, you know. The Alabama player at Alabama, yeah. yeah. So, um, I I just, I don't know a lot about him. I mean, that's why I was kind of anxious to talk to Aaron to see, you know, kind of what he thought of these guys and whether, you know, I mean, Tunsil got paid a fortune, you know, at the left tackle spot. How, you know, how's... The offensive line, you know, how are they going to be? I just, I just don't know. And other than, you know, Will Anderson Jr. is, you know, pass rushing, you know, who scares you? You know, Stingley, Stingley's got to come to the party. He's got to, he's got to play like that top pick, you know, that they had the year before at cornerback. So I, I just don't know a lot about him. I don't have a good feel for the Texans. Yeah, Damian Pierce had a good rookie year for them, running the football yeah. over 900 yards. They brought in Devin Singletary from Buffalo, where he was a successful piece for them. But if you look at their wide receivers, Vinny, what? I mean, John Mechie, we know from his collegiate days, but Robert Woods, okay. And Nico Collins might actually be their best receiver. So we talk about the concerns the Ravens have at cornerback. Perfect team for them. To exactly. Be that, that's you know and and you know if uh, Titus Howard at right tackle or whoever's going to play right tackle if they can get pressure on the quarterback if they get pressure on Stroud I I I would think that Mike McDonald against a rookie quarterback Bob his first game and it's on the road I think that you're shifting and moving around a lot on the defensive side to confuse him and this this type of game Bob wouldn't shock me like if a Patrick Queen had two sacks. Now, is there a way Davis Mills could perhaps start the season but just gatekeeping until Stroud takes over? I don't think so, Bob. Um, for everything that I've been reading is 
Stroud's taking every rep with the ones in practice, you know, in the preseason game. So I think that uh, he's playing. You know, what's it? I mean, Bob, you're not going to be good. So, I mean, that's the thing that sucks for them. They know they're not going to be good, and they use their one already this year. You know, and I guess, you know, if you're them, you're saying, okay, you know, what we can do is we'll get, we'll take Will Anderson Jr. here, you know, so our number one pick, we wouldn't be able to use till next year anyhow, so we get an extra year out of our number one this year. You know, I mean, that's the way that you kind of got to look at it because it's what you did. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phone. Let's go to Arbutus. It is Ed. Ed, what's happening? Hey, Bob, Vinny, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good hey, afternoon Ed. to you. Uh, always enjoy the sports talk, gentlemen. Um, very briefly, Raven comments, the uh, secondary talk. If the Raven D front run stuffs as we expect, mm-hmm. three tackling machines in the second layer with Queen, Rokon, and Hamilton, play action will be neutralized and effective to significantly help the D-backs from biting up, which should eliminate the quick six and force teams to drive the entire field against a good defense, and that's not going to happen. Um, on the O side, offensive coordinator Munkin, his last two seasons at Georgia, their offense was tight end passing targets heavily utilized. Number 19, standout sophomore tight end. Yep. I forget the guy's name. But monumental. Oh, Bennett. Cont- Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, great player. Um monumental contribution to their national championships which brings me to number 47 for the ravens last week travis vocalite and i know it's a small sample size however he found the end zone twice last week all tds in any type of game are meaningful the first tv he rolled away from coverage kept that d back on his hip until he reached leverage advantage and and caught the football with his hands falling on the goal line. The second one, he sat down, positioned himself in the middle of end zone, three defender traffic, held his spot, showed the quarterback his front jersey numbers, extended his hands again, and trusted them to make the catch to avoid a pass breakup. He finished the play two-handed strong, and that's good stuff. The last thing today, gentlemen, the current Raven roster of big-body tight end targets I like them all. I hope they keep them all. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. Appreciate the call and the insight is all. Brock Bowers is the tight end we're talking about here. Bob, the only the only problem with Vokalik is he's just he's one of four that can't block. They all can't. So, like if he was a if he was Oliver, Josh Oliver, as a blocker, he's making the team, you know, probably over a Kohler. Because Kohler can't block. You know, likely can't block. None of them are good inline block. That's why Ricard has got to be in there. So that's the only. They're they're all alike in what they do. And Kolar and Vokalik are similar guys, except Kolar's a little better athlete. And that's that's the difference. I mean, the catches that Vokalik made, Kolar's going to make the same things. So what you have in Vokalik, you have a little bit better in in Kolar, who was a fourth round draft pick. So and that, that trumps well. with you know the with, uh, Eric. <laughs> Let's go to Bel Air. It's Bernard. Bernard, you're on the fan with Vinny and Haney. Good afternoon. What's up, Bernard? How you doing? Good. Good, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a buddy of mine who's a Raven fan. He he wants Jonathan Taylor bad, and he threw me a trade scenario. I said 
I don't think the Colts will want that, but I'm going to run it past you too. Um, he said if we were to throw J.K. Dobbins, our third-round pick, our sixth and the seventh-round pick this year, and to follow that up with the following year with our sixth and seventh-round pick for Jonathan Taylor, do you think the Colts would do that? Um. No, and I, know, I mean, I, if I'm the Ravens, I'm, you know why I'm not going to do it? I mean, compensation-wise, I think it's, it's you know, the Ravens, you're not giving a ton, a ton, but then you got to pay them, you know, and they're paying a lot of guys a lot of money. That's 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 the problem. Yeah, I was he's going to want, he's I, gonna want 12, mil, 12 mil a year, probably, something like that, and they can't afford that. And Dobbins is not even asking half that, I, I can imagine. No, Dobbins asking for more than that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. I appreciate you, too. Thanks yeah. a lot. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Bernard. And, hey, look, I hear you working, and it's an ambitious way to look at things, but the Ravens are in the dilemma that they are now with Dobbins because they don't want to pay him. And the same thing's going on with Indy. And Jonathan Taylor's accomplished more in his brief NFL career than Dobbins has. And the thing with the Ravens, Bob, is is I think they kind of like their mix of guys. I don't think, you know, because if you're paying, you know, if you do all that and you're going to pay Taylor, he's he's carrying it most of the time, you know. And to me, there's a place for a Justice Hill in this offense. He showed it. There's a place for Keaton Mitchell. And there's a place for Gus. You know, they all have, like, nice roles and niches in this offense. I don't, to me... If I'm the Ravens, I don't need Jonathan Taylor and that salary. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. We'll come back, take a trip through the fun house with Nolan McGraw. Inside Access takes over at 2 o'clock live from Pickles. And then it's Baltimore Baseball tonight at 6. Tim Barbalace, Ryan Ripken brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, previewing the Orioles and Rockies game one of three. We're talking about it here on 1057 The Fan. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Jeremiah. Yeah, here we go. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Was a good friend of mine, Nolan. Was a good friend of mine. Was a joy to the world. Never Nolan McGraw rocking over there. Well, Nolan, calm down, dude. It's only a song. You can smile, Mark. Nah. Joey to the world. All the boys and girls. It's the one song I knew going in. You got a problem with the fishies in the deep blue sea? Do not. You son of a bitch. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Good deal for us. Nolan's heading down to uh, Cannon Yards tonight. Pickles in particular. Enjoy that traffic, Norm. For Baltimore Bay. Oh, I'm yeah. in no rush, but I'll I'll make it down there eventually. <laughs> yeah, I just there's an accident. I don't want to joke or complain because we remember what the tragedy back in March, but it looks like a pretty severe accident by security. Or Frederick Road, rather. Three lanes blocked, center lanes getting by. And I think Pratt Street's compromised because of the concert. And yeah, it started at noon today um, between Gay Street and President Street. So a couple blocks there yeah. are shut down. Well, Bobster might have to head the other way on 695 to 95 and take the tunnel to get home. Because I can go downtown, right? Take Cathedral. Get down there and make a right on Lombard. Get on 6 get on. Coming Green from Street. the south shouldn't be... 
No, I'm coming. No I'm leaving from here. I'm talking about. Oh right. Because the outer loop's no longer an option for me unless I want to sit in traffic for an hour. And I'd rather get kicked in the short ones for an hour than sit in traffic for an hour because it's basically the same thing. So I'm going to calm down now. But inside access coming up in a matter of minutes that it's BBT, Tim, Ryan, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts live from Pickles Pub. Quick draw, what's your uh, plans for this weekend? The weather stays good tomorrow. Might try to buy some last-second tickets, go to the game. Got the Felix Bautista bobblehead giveaway. Be a good night at the yard. Tickets are probably cheap. You know, for Colorado, right? Cheaper. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I haven't looked yet, but. I know, it, like for the Mets, they, because I've looked like for the White Sox, the same tickets I bought for the Mets were like 80 bucks. For the White Sox, they're like 42. Well, right. they, they're called the premium yeah. games, like the I, Yankees, Mets, Red Sox. They yeah. jack you up a little bit there. It's an availability thing. I think every Saturday at this point in the season, it's going to be. Not easy to get tickets. I, I'm going to be interested to hear what that crush bus, uh, crush bus, I should say, situation is going to be like tonight. I'll let you know on Monday. Who uh, will you go to the game with, Norm? Uh, I don't know. I got to find some people to go. I might go by myself. I don't know. That wouldn't surprise me, to be totally honest. I've yeah. never been to a game by myself. but First time for everything. You know, like Norm, I was I would never go to a movie theater by myself because I figure everybody look at you like you're a nerd. You don't even have any friends go to the theater. Right. Then Pee-wee I finally... Herman used to go by himself. Well, <laughs> rest in peace. Yeah. And Norm, that's why Norm gets that big pop. Oh, I've been to many baseball games by myself. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going to a baseball game by myself. I'll sit there, suck Get down a popcorn. beer. I don't need nobody bothering me. Can you explain? No, just sitting here drinking a beer. Mind the movie moment. thing makes no sense, though, because you, you don't talk during a movie. I know, and I just felt like a but nerd I, going But I feel in the there. same way. Yeah. It's a weird mental hangout. But then, you know what? Then I like, I, I don't I don't care. You know, I don't know these people anyhow. What do I care? It's video Haiti, 105.7 The Fed, and what would make you think that they're all staring at you anyway? I'm just, uh, you I mean, just feel like, you know, when you, like, people look at, you know, like, what's the matter with that guy? He's all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no friends. Let's go to the fun. <laughs> Quick draws, fun house. In San Francisco, you got to The roomest, tuneest text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick drop. 105.7 The Fan. First texter here, he's uh, venting about last night. Uh, The Yumps, in particular, says, If you watch baseball enough, you realize it's time for robotic umpires to be calling balls and strikes. Brandon Belt struck out twice in the fourth inning before he eventually walked. Uh, Like they said in the $6 million man, we have the technology. Uh, Umps can still man the bases. Guy behind the plate uh, can relay what the computer says. You didn't like Dan Lasagna's strike zone last night. By the way, Brandon Belt, that backwards K to end it might have been a little high. Yeah. But then again, with $6 million man... Because I am going to digress. They had all that technology, but couldn't buy him a better sweatsuit. Because he was wearing some crappy sweatsuits back then. I remember Gunner looking back a couple times like, serious? Next. Dan Lasagna. I assonia. I assonia. Pay attention. I say with uh, Q wanted lasagna. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. How did I go from getting 
30 pack to uh, having to take him out to an Italian dinner. Also. <laughs> that was the first I heard of that I take my wife out to Italian dinner. This one here from Chris says, uh, I don't want to make any predictions as far as a playoff rotation yet. Uh, from how they've handled everything this season, it wouldn't surprise me if they just go with the hottest hand at the time. Well, it will be a meritocracy. And given the if, assuming, of course, they win the division, they'll have a good six days to set up the rotation. So they'll be well rested. We talked about it. If this playoff start today, which they don't, Bradish probably gets the ball game. And rightfully so, it's their best pitcher. And Bob, in that situ- in, in the playoff situation, like if you're struggling, in this, it, it's like uh, change. Well, three out of five, it's all hands on deck. Yeah, you're not getting a long leash yeah, to it, work things out. Because the games are going to be a lot tighter in those situations. Speaking of Q. Hyder's never so managed either in the play. You know, he, he'll butthole be a little puckered. Maybe. Everybody will. Yeah. Not a lot of experience there. Yeah. A lot of fans are going to have puckered buttholes. Oh, yeah. They already do for based on the <laughs> calls. I know. They're, they're 31 sweating games these, over uh, 500. People are complaining. Yeah. They were sweating the April games. Uh, last one here, Texter on Q. We mentioned Q there. The bet, the Jets fandom. Texter says, does this guy ever quit with the green Kool-Aid? Does he know who his team is? They're the Jets. They'll never win again. No one cares, Q. Well, I like to point out every time people pop off on the Jets like there's some football dynasty. The last time the Jets were in a Super Bowl, I don't think Richard Nixon had been inaugurated yet as president during his first term. Second week of January 1969, where they beat the Baltimore Colts. According to my math, that's 54 years ago. It's video at 81057 the fan. That's gonna do it for us for the weekend. Inside access coming up next, live for pickles, followed by Baltimore baseball tonight. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts, Tim Barbalace, Ryan Ripkin. Same venue, same fun. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll talk to you Monday. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
This boy isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.